This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. In good times and not so good times, it's important to think about what keeps us well. It's about noticing the beauty around us, finding strength and support we've all given and received, and sharing our experiences through conversation. We all have mental health. Let's improve it together. Welcome to Living Well. Take time to kōrero. In this podcast series, people share their ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others. Thanks to the Otago Mental Health Support Trust, Weave Together, ORFM Dunedin and the Lion Foundation for making this podcast possible. Hi everybody, uh, my name is Andrea or Andrea, doesn't matter, or Andy. I was born in Colombia. Uh, I lived there until my late 20s. Then I moved to the United States. I am an American citizen by naturalization. And I ended in Inver Cargo in the South Island in New Zealand because of love. I married a Kiwi. I started to be a dentist in Colombia. I didn't finish. I did a career in hospitality and in real estate. I was an operation manager in America. I lived in the state of Florida for so long, so it was quite amazing. Um, Right now, what I do in Invercargo is I am a business manager of one of my husband's businesses, ventures. But my love and my passion is in helping the community. I have helped people ever since I have memories. I was invited to talk to you guys about how do I keep a balance and a harmonious mental health. And I have been thinking a lot about it lately. It's so many things that everyone is talking about it. First of all, if you're listening to this, I do believe in divine, perfect alliance of the planet, however you want to believe, but I always believe in a in something bigger than me. I am Christian, so I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and it has been aligned. So I really want you to know that if you're listening to what I'm going to say, it's because you were meant to do it and I was meant to tell you this. I know that mental health is going everywhere and people talk about it a lot. I was born in South America. We don't believe in that. Unless when I was born in the seven, late 70s, 80s and 90s, no one in my house ever spoke about it. My mother, as modern as she is, never spoke about it. But my dad always did. And my dad always talked about your soul being sick. And I remember my auntie saying to him, your soul doesn't get sick. But with the years, I discovered what I was doing. I grew up since I was probably six or seven years old, going almost every single every single week night to AA meetings with my dad. And as crazy as it sounds, he was an alcoholic. Never seen that because it was before I was born. And he has been in the recovery and rehab program for many, many years. A thing that I really think it helps people and in this program is that they follow the 12 steps and that they also follow 24 hours. If you can be the best you can be for yourself, 
for your body, for your family for 24 hours, the other 24 will take care of themselves. So I will invite you guys to Google the 12 steps of AA. I do believe that will help any source of mental issues, addictions, anxiety, etc. But I do also think about the war being an anonymous alcoholic. Nobody wants to be called like that. So it's, I hope that one day they change their name and they just really focus in the importance of their program because it's constant. The other thing that I was, um, that I have been thinking lately is that saying mental health seems to be still such a complex word. But years ago, maybe 20 to 30 ago, when we all started talking about diets, it was first a, a strange word, at least that I remember. And then little by little has become that we understand the diet and what we eat is what we are. So diet is not a person that is starving. It's just like what how you are in a normal, what are you eating on a daily basis? What kind, What's part of your diet? And I do hope and I'm hoping that, that this is what's happening with mental health. Yes, it's real. Yes, it's there. We all have issues and we just need to look after them. Here's another mindful minute. Taking care of yourself physically can improve your mental health. Be sure to eat nutritious meals, avoid smoking, drink plenty of water, exercise, which helps decrease depression and anxiety and improve your mood, and get a good night's sleep. Mental health sounds like a complex word, and during our lifetime, we have always believed that when we say mental health is a person that is crazy, that has issue, issues, that is inside of a mental asylum, that is taken on Xanax or that they have major problems. So guess what? It's not. And to me, what is more important is that we all acknowledge that we all have issues that we all go through life and it's normal to have issues. And the most important thing for me is to be real. So I'm going to tell you guys things that I do. But before I tell you the things that I do to, to manage my mental health and have a good balance between my body and my mind and my soul, what I'm going to describe what I do, you will think that I am a perfect, slender, beautiful, long, torn legs. No, I am chubby and I like drinks and I like to party sometimes. And I also like just to be a couch potato probably once a month or whenever I have a chance because I'm always super busy. But it's important that I tell you what I do. So I think I'm going to start through a normal day, Monday to Friday. I do something that I hated people do. But since January this year, I started getting up at close to four in the morning and I get up to bed. First of all, I read the verse of the Bible for the day in my Bible app, which it will set me up. It's always something positive. I don't believe in looking at social media as soon as I get off the bed or not first time in the morning, just in case it's something I don't want to see there. Then I will put um, my gym gear on and before five in the morning, I walk into the gym. Yes, I know it's crazy. Between four and five minutes to six in the morning, I will do something. So no, I don't have a perfect body. 
And the thing is that time has now become my sacred moment of the day. And I crave for that moment. It's amazing. And it's only special people that is there. I am not the only crazy one that is doing this, but I found that sacred moment. So I will invite you to try to think about what could be your sacred moment of the day or the sacred moment or time or a space. To me, is this one between 4.30 in the morning until 5.59 a.m. And the reason is most of the humans that live with me all around me are sleeping. Uh, most of the people that will give me a phone call, they are all in bed. Once in a while, my friends from America will send me a message or somebody else from overseas or from Colombia. But it's very strange. First thing I do as soon as I walk in that gym is put the phone away. And I started doing it probably two months after I did. And after I was looking other first other people working out with the phone on their hand. And I was like, he's wasting their time. So I knew I was wasting my time. Then when I put the phone there, I realized that I was doing the right thing. So that's my time at the first time in the morning, just being at the gym because it's my sacred time. But it's important that the reason I did it is not to reach this perfect body or to be super skinny. I will talk about it uh, later. But the reason I did this thing at the gym is because I know that I need to keep moving. I'm 45 years old. Because of COVID, my mom and my dad are stuck in New Zealand, which has been a blessing. Not very easy to live with your parents at my age. They are living with me and my husband. But my father is more than 80. He's 82 years old and he walks every day. He's active and he's in amazing shape. My mother is gorgeous. She doesn't have any wrinkles. But like I say to her, mom, you're beautiful, but you can't even dance anymore. She's never do a stretching. She's never do workout. She's never join a gym or a class, etc. Seeing those two interactions between the bodies of my parents and their physique, I realized how important it is that we all keep moving as human beings. So even if you cannot join a gym because it could be expensive sometimes, just try to Google or try to YouTube any sorts of exercises, even if it's 10 minutes a day, even if it's only a stretching. When you're doing your groceries and when you're putting them away, try to carry something and like up and down, Go up and down the stairs of wherever you live, but please keep moving because it's really important. If our bodies feel right, they do really play a big part in that your and your soul and your mind are feeling good. What to do in Southland, because you will say, what is a person that lives in Miami doing an embarcargo? I didn't like it for the la first couple of years, I have to admit, but now I love it. I believe that this is pure paradise. My favorite place on earth is in the Catlins, is the family farm of that has been in the family of my husband for over a hundred and something years. Um, so Curio Bay is one of if not my favorite place. 
I am, I don't think if I mentioned I am Christian and I'm very proud of that. I became Christian in America. I do believe that part of my mental balance and everything in me is thanks to God. I have seen that New Zealand, this is not a criticize whatsoever, but I just have noticed that not many people believe in, in something. And to me, to myself, it's important when you know that something bigger than you is guiding you and is looking after you. And that's how I see it. So one thing I do to recharge my mind battery is go to Curio Bay behind the visitor center. It's a 45 minutes from Embarcargo. So when you get to Curio Bay at the end of the road, it's a beautiful new uh, visitor center. Please go and see it. Behind that is an open road. And you will see a small sign that says Christian Fellowship every Sunday. It's a tiny, tiny house. It's like a cabin, but I call it the million dollar church. And the reason is it's a small cabin, but it's all glass in the front and overlooks the petrified forest and all the ocean of Curio Bay. So it's amazing. It's on top of the hill. We will do pricing. Everybody's welcome. Before COVID started it around the world, we always have um, visitors from all over the world that they were um, holidaying in a camper van around the area. So it was always pretty cool to have someone different, like from Europe or from Asia or from any other part. They will always get there. After that, we fellowship all the locals that are most of them are farmers. We get together and we bring something small. So we open a table in the same area because it's very small. And we just have a potluck lunch and we just talk about anything. So I think that's like a free thing to do. And it's different and it's amazing. And it's not like, hey, you need to become this and you need to change your beliefs, etc. Everyone is always welcome. And I do believe in the importance of respecting people's beliefs and not like feeling obligated, but having the knowledge of what other people is doing is quite amazing. Here's another mindful minute. Tension release. Tense your muscles one area at a time and enjoy the relaxation upon release. Take a deep breath and hold it as you curl your toes for about five seconds, then let your breath go all at once. Don't ease off, let go completely. Next, clench your calves, thighs, buttocks, arms, shoulders, jaws, and finally squeeze your eyelids. Feel the tension leave your body. Around beautiful Invercargill is, is also the very famous bluff point or the Sterling Point uh, where so many people that starts in Cape Reina finish. My husband loves doing the whole thing that is an hour going all the way up the hill and then coming down. Yes, it's great, but it could be tiring. So my favorite one is called the glory track. It doesn't take so much of effort. You only go up a little bit, but then reminds me of Universal Studios because it's so lush and so thick and so amazing then while I'm walking eventually just start listening the ocean and the waves crashing I found that fantastic so that's one thing to do around here that I recommend to everyone I do believe in using as many resources as they are for 
well-being because of how the world is going right now. There is so many things that are free to access either on Zoom or in YouTube. And it's so many therapists that are offering free services only to have a taste and because they know the importance of these. And believe me, because they will also be thinking that when they do what they love, it's a way for them. So please use all those resources. I do it. I have a friend in Stuart Island. She is a life coach and a yogi. I love yoga. She did a free detox for four days in the morning, and I did it. It was for people with people all over the world. In one of those detox, I learned about tapping technique. Super simple. All you need to do is Google. And it's just a consistency of tapping in specific areas around your face and your chest. And it's a Chinese ancient technique that I think it really works marvelous things. I know that people talk about all the things that you can do for help other ones. I'm involved in a lot of that. And I think it's organic on me. I have been a person that helps others ever since I have memory. So I funded last year a um, charity trust called MAR Colombia. It's M-A-R. That means ocean. And it stands for migrants and former refugees. There is former refugees from the country I was born that live here in Embarcargol. And they started arriving three years ago. They have been a light to my life. Uh, I have get to know things of my culture and of my country that I didn't know. They are always extremely happy no matter what. Sometimes we believe and we say all the time that life is so hard, etc. I believe in gratitude and I am a firm believer that because of how my life went and since I was born in a third world country i didn't know that i was born in one while i was there growing up i got to see so many people in massive stress and things that i always knew that weren't right i always knew that it was not right to see a person sleeping on a really cold pavement and covered with newspapers so i was always thankful for the most minimum things that we sometimes here take for granted having a bed having a pillow uh, I believe that the little things in life are the ones that will give you harmony. And being real, just know that you have issues as I do. Know that life is amazing and is the most precious gift that we have been given. That we don't understand many things, but no matter what has ever happened to me, things will always turn better. And when something really, really sad comes, I do know now that I'm going to see the sunlight again. So as dark as it could be, things will get better. Your attitude towards life is sometimes so important. And to acknowledge that we can have issues with our mental health and it's okay. It's the same as in today's world, people say, hey, listen, when you're pregnant, you're going to have stretch marks. And yes, I do have them and I had them for so long, but now I know that it was normal and like everybody has then. So it's the same with your mental health. It's normal if you are depressed and it's okay to share with other people, 
to me, what I know that works is talk about it with others and like kind of be like outspoken and not to hide many things anymore. For so many years, I was hiding things. I was born in a culture and raised by a gorgeous woman that as amazing job as she did, I always felt old and overweight. And I look back at my pictures in my 20s and in my 30s, and I wasn't old and I wasn't overweight. I think I was looking amazing, but I never felt like that. So it's a part of acknowledging what happened, what was my family dynamics and learning a little bit, dig a little bit more about where you were and what can you change? So I have this this thing, like now I talk to my son about mental health, but as a young mother, I was a mother at 20 something. I never discussed that with him. And every time he brought that to me, I was quite angry. And I regret that a thousand times. Please remember, we are all in this together. The world is getting smaller and smaller because of communication. Don't be shy to share with your friends, your family, even a stranger when you feel confidence. We can all feel it. You know when you can trust to somebody. And believe me, sometimes you start talking and saying, oh my God, look at what happened today, this and that. The other person will talk back to you and say, actually, look what happened to me. You never know the difference that you are making in someone else's life. Maybe that person is going to a thousand more problems of the ones that you have. And don't take for granted what you have. It's people around the world that don't have the privilege of being in such a beautiful country. I do believe that New Zealand is God's own country. Uh, it doesn't have snakes and it's full of sheep, like in the, like in the um, nativity set. So this place is amazing. We are extremely blessed to have a land like this one to enjoy. It's peaceful. It has opportunities for many people. And as hard as it is, we can all do this together. The more you join another person, the more you know that we are in this journey all together. And don't be shy to talk about what bothered you. Just don't keep it to yourself. You've been listening to Living Well. Take time to court it all. If you'd like to hear more ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others, check out more podcasts in this series from oar.org.nz. Thanks to the Otago Mental Health Support Trust, Weave Together, ORFM Dunedin and the Lion Foundation for making this podcast possible. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.